Hello, and welcome to Industry Reactions. Industry Reactions is a weekly briefing on industry events, changes, and future trends that impact your business. We're your hosts, Rick Oner and Mark Friedel from Kempoint. You can find Industry Reactions on YouTube, LinkedIn, and as a podcast. For those watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button, ring that notification bell, and smash that like button. We plan on discussing issues that impact the global industry and help you uncover new opportunities. We hope this will provide market intelligence that will keep you ahead of changing conditions. All right, and our first story this week is regarding the PMI data that was recently released or the Purchasing Managers Index. Uh, no surprise that May uh, continued to climb. It went above 62 and April it was hovering around 60, 60.5. Um, so we're continuing to see expansion um, in the in the economy and in the markets. Uh, one of the things uh, that's being you know cautioned and warned, which we've all seen, is uh, capacity constraints and some of the supply chain disruptions. But um, the economy continues to grow and expand at a very fast pace. Yeah, the thing is uh, that I was surprised at is that we're just now seeing the, the fastest increase. We've been talking about pricing since January, basically, and now it's accelerating. So that, that one is kind of compelling for me because we've been seeing it for a while now. Yep. All right, so um, on to our next story as we start talking about oil. So really the oil industry could face a quote unquote golden sunset, um, especially for companies still developing new reserves. How long that sunset lasts depends on the speed at which the economy shifts to cleaner energy resources. So clearly you've got this change going on in the marketplace. Um, you've got some OPEC working together to really tighten up uh, supply, which has worked well and prices come up and now oil is at new highs. Um, and so uh, long story short, they're going down swinging. They're going to keep the prices high. Um, they, it seems like writing's on the wall around activist investors trying to drive towards green chemistries. We saw that happen with Exxon. H however, at the same time, uh, there's still some pricing and supply issues to help make as much money as possible as, as this transition occurs. Yeah, and, and Rick, you know, you and I talk about this. It's no surprise that that our industry, and I'll call it the, the chemical ingredient industry, which is closely tied to uh, petroleum in a lot of cases, not always, but a lot of cases, we're just we're slow to move. And so this is uh, uh, clearly this people see the end is coming near. We just got to move quicker as an industry. Agreed. And the story did indicate that OPEC, um, OPEC and friends, which I think includes Russia, maybe a few other countries, um are are opening the taps up a little bit so that could stabilize prices um obviously we're seeing pricing hover around 70 dollars a barrel which i think kind of dovetails into our next story um oil prices uh, continue to climb and as we recall you know last year um oil prices were were as low as they've ever been in history even going negative for for a period there um so it's good to see that OPEC is going to um, open up a bit more capacity um, to maybe give a little bit of uh, relief to some of the pricing. But uh, yeah, it's sitting around $70 a barrel. Um, and we did see, you know, to this story specifically around rig count, we did see rig count uh, technically decline. I think it went down one. There was one um, offshore rig in the U.S. that was idled last week. 
Um, so if anything, it's stabilized. Um, the, the, the official numbers, uh, 456 rigs, uh, still significantly more than what we saw last year at this time, which was right around 280, 285. All right, and into the next story, we'll talk about uh, rail car volumes. So last week, rail car volumes in North America was up three, about three and a half percent from 2020, and actually down from 2019. The volume in total was up about two percent from the previous week, and up 20 percent year over year. So similar to what we talked about last time, you know, on a year over year basis, some significant recovery in the 20 plus percent. Um, zone. But what's still surprising to me is we're still below 2019 levels. Um, so we've seen incredible return, but we're still not above where we were two years ago. Yeah, definitely making progress. Um, Rick, this next story I thought was pretty interesting. It caught my attention. Um, uh, Cargill, obviously uh, the, the one of the largest and major food companies, um, is building a palm oil refinery in Indonesia. I think they're going to invest up to 200 million on this, especially given some of the events that we saw earlier this year, late last year, um, when some of these plantations in Southeast Asia, I believe they were more specific to Malaysia, um, were, were accused of um, child labor and a lot of sustainability issues came up. So it's pretty cool to see that um, a you know quote unquote Western company is investing in that region and hopefully doing it in a way that's more sustainable. Yeah, I I really like to see that they're bringing some accountability to the the whole um, supply chain um, because it's it's almost impossible. The number of players within there you can't regulate within there, but the more traceability you can get uh, brings more accountability uh, to the whole industry. Yeah. Now, hopefully they can do it in a way that's also uh, cost competitive as well. All right. So the next story, we'll talk about uh, Kerry, who's been in the, the news for us quite, quite a bit. So Kerry's invested in, and uh, bolstered their Latin America position by building a, a new quote unquote world class taste facility in Mexico. Um, that'll be loca located in Irapuato, Mexico. Um, the new facility will significantly increase Kerry's uh, capacity in the area and further support customers delivering local sustainable taste solutions. So good to see them actually expanding and driving uh, more into the Latin American market. Yeah, they, they truly are a global company. Uh, I believe they're, they're you know, headquartered out of Ireland, but man, they, they have a big presence uh, globally for sure. And they continue to expand on that. All right, next up is Vertelis. Um, they're acquiring a, a company that I'm not familiar with, IM Chemicals. They're acquiring their intermediates and specialties division. I believe they're a company out of Austria, if I, if I read co correctly. Um, and they, their products really serve the pharma markets, coatings, uh, and fuel and lubricants. So I think this will help bolster Vertelis's presence in those markets. Um, and I'd have to assume that uh, IM Chemicals also has a strong presence in Europe, being that they're a European company. Um, 
And I don't think Vertelis is super strong in that region. I know they have facilities in the UK, but this should help you know, grow their footprint in these markets um, and this geographic region as well. So uh, the company, uh, fairly small company, 150 employees. And I think this is the first acquisition that Vertelis has done since um, it was acquired by Pritzker Private Capital um, which we reported upon, I think this was back uh, around January or towards the end of last year. Yeah, I think there, uh, it looks again like uh, Vertella, similar to other companies we've been talking about, just investing more in the specialties area, specialty markets, specialty products. All right. Um, we're actually um, talking about, or actually closing the loop on a story that we talked about last week is um around albemarle and grace um so grace has actually completed the acquisition of the the fine chemistry services business of albemarle um, so that deal has finally gone through all right another uh story re regarding acquisitions uh, acido has acquired a, a company out of eugene oregon uh, cascade chemistry again another company i'm not too familiar with Apparently, they're a contract manufacturer, and they also do, um, or sorry, they're a contract manufacturer for APIs uh, for the pharmaceutical industry. Um, Acido has been doing a number of acquisitions, so they're definitely uh, bolstering their portfolio right now. Yeah, especially within that pharma space, see a lot of activity. Yep. All right, and our last story is around Lanxis. Um, So Lanxis completed its sale of its organic leather chemicals business to TFL Leader Technic. Um, TFL, uh, if you don't know, is, is a global supplier of leather chemicals and um, a portfolio company of a, the investment firm Black Diamond Capital Management. Um, so Lanxis looks like they've completed that uh, and offloaded that business. Yeah, for sure. And Rick, maybe an, another story off script, which I was uh, reading uh, just earlier today, uh, kind of going back to um, oil and gas, uh, Colonial, the Colonial pipeline um, that got yeah. hacked and shut down. Sounds like they recovered some of that, uh, those funds. So it was kind of cool to see that. I don't know if you read that story. Yeah, absolutely did. And the thing that was surprising to me was the reaction that uh, the price of Bitcoin actually went down on that news, which I would have thought the opposite would have happened. So kind of curious to see that. I think maybe um, the ability to go secure those funds maybe thought, you know, lost trust in Bitcoin's anonymity uh, in that space. On the other side, it also should allow a little trust that because um, uh, that's that's the number one thing you hear is that, you know, uh, all, all of that crypto is used for illicit type activities, which isn't yeah. absolutely the truth. And so to see actually some actions that can be taken around it, I, I think is actually a good sign. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, a lot of these uh, cyber attacks and ransomware um, activities have been ramping up like crazy lately. Um, I just heard of another one that happened in our industry yesterday. Um, so it's it's becoming a growing problem. And it was encouraging to see that some of those funds were they were able to recoup. Um, that's that's definitely encouraging. Yeah. I was blown away at the the total dollar amount that they were able to get away with. Um, 
across all all their all their victims. I mean, it was a staggering number. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for this week's editions of Industry Reactions. We will return next week with a, a fresh batch of Industry Reactions. Until then, stay safe. Take care.